Well, for me, I had some family stuff that happened, but it got, you know, everything is okay. Yeah. Um, Relaxed, Mm -hmm. got some stuff done, did some searching, some soul searching, some growing, some evolving, you know, building, you know, all that stuff. So it's pretty good. Yeah. That's perfect. Um, I actually joined the challenge in December. What challenge? Um, so the Nike Run app, they um, track your runs, right? So they come up with different challenges throughout the month. And I joined the 31-mile challenge. And um, you can befriend people on the app, so you kind of get like a leadership board. So you know like who's ahead and you see mm-hmm. their miles. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually ran 50 miles in December Good total. for you. Yeah, wow, so Devin, that's for great. Pretty, pretty happy about myself, yeah. um, about that rather, not about myself. Um, so I joined another challenge this month. Um, I haven't ran yet. I know it's the third. Well, we're recording today, today Sunday. Um, but I am going to pick back up, so I'm going to make sure that I complete that and try to get 51 miles mm-hmm. in January. Mm-hmm. So, do you think this will be something that you do every month? Like you'll do a different challenge, or are you just like trying to start the new year off? Or um, I actually had fell into like a little sweet tooth oh, scenario. Right. <laughs> Same here, brother. Same here. I think um, for two weeks straight, I was eating um, apple fritters mm-hmm, or what have you. Mm-hmm. I was still kind of like having my fruit, but not as much as I was before. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine, um, Daniel, he's on the app as well, mm-hmm. and I see his miles, and I'm like, you know what i hate to be second place Uh so i just made a point to do as many miles as i could um and i came in first place so shout out daniel that was inspirational how's your break been my break has been enlightening in a lot of ways um i was telling you guys a little bit about it earlier so my family just decided that we are not doing thanksgiving we're not doing christmas and for me that was um it was actually upsetting at first mm-hmm. because of the whole COVID thing and everything. But then it made me look at myself, which once I started looking at myself and asking, like, why are you annoyed? Why are you irritated? It took me down a whole nother rabbit hole path journey, meaning allow people to be where they are. Mm-hmm. And so that's really going to be my focus in 2021, just because you're not where I think you should be does not mean you're in the wrong place mm-hmm. and allow a person to be there. So I got I gained a lot of enlightenment with that and learning to just cope with myself yeah. and being alone for the holidays and it didn't I didn't let it depress me. I didn't at, at first I did. If I'm keeping it 100, 
at first I did. But then I started thinking like, but you're in your apartment and you have your health and you have your job and you have a family. I still have both of my parents here who are COVID free. Never, you know, you, you start looking at different things. So that just took me to a different place with myself. And then I started doing different research and y'all going to find out today <laughs> with the topic. So, yeah, I did too. Actually, um, I dug into my research bag and that kind of came up with the topic that I have for today. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine, for me, it was more so something I was watching that triggered the question, you know, that mm-hmm. it's like, I don't have a question that somebody sent to me, but something that I want to discuss. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's to see fair. what you guys think about that. That's so. Fair. so it sounds like we all were on some paths of enlightenment and positivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good. That The way you start your year is the way it's going to go. I think so. And then kind of like what I wrote in your cards, um, 2020 has been kind of hard for everybody in a way, depending on um, what you thought the year was going to be. And I right. know a lot of us, you know, 2020, the year of vision. And we talked about this before. It was still a year for vision. Right. It allowed you to kind of step outside of yourself and see what's really important mm-hmm. and try to make that happen. Right. And we started, you know, the podcast and right. that kept us active, yes. like constantly having something to do every week and being able to see, you know, one another. Mm-hmm. That kept my spirits high. Me and too. that's something I was really proud of, of mm-hmm. doing this year. Mm-hmm. Right. All right, you guys. Good work. Perfect. The pause, 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 pause. So each year, you know, we talk about, or we hear people talk about resolutions, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you going to do for this year? What did you set for this year? Did you guys make any resolutions for 2020 and our 2021? Um, I did, but I'm not really going to call it a resolution. So... Tracy and our girl Ashley, we watch spiritual festivals online. Okay. And with the one of the ones we watched, I can't remember what the last one was called, but um, we enjoyed it so much that I said, I'm going to get on one of these this year. Okay. So that's my goal. Because I was going to do one in person last year and then COVID hit. Oh. So I wasn't able to do it. Oh, so you physically go somewhere and, and set Online. Uh-huh. We mm-hmm. just log in and mm-hmm. they have different people around oh, the yeah, world. It's beautiful. Oh. Yeah. And they're performing and they're doing meditations oh and they're doing yoga and stretching and breath work and all kinds of stuff. And every time there's one, I'll send it to Ashley and Tracy mm-hmm. and then we'll all be online talking to each other or texting. <laughs> and um, it. I said, I want to do that. Okay. So, yeah. And you, you're, sorry, you're going to start doing that. You started January 1st. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do? Kind of like give me a, after looking at the videos, like kind of what do you do throughout that process? Is it just helping you meditate and kind of align yourself mm-hmm. more spiritually? It just depends because there's different performers mm-hmm. there's people singing okay there's people that are talking mm-hmm. there's people that are doing meditations and based on some of the things i'm just like eh, i could do without the mm-hmm. song or whatever and you know i'll go about my business but other things i'm sitting there like focused and stuck on what they're talking mm-hmm. about okay. um because you know words are energy yeah. so it's enlightening there was one lady that um i know me and ashley and actually ashley's son enjoyed it too yes. um, really? it was she was um she was kind of like jumping around, but she was like screaming out like emotions and stuff. And I was like, I really enjoy that. But it was playing. She had drums drums in the background, you know, drums playing. It was the most, I was like, dang, I really, really enjoyed that. I didn't Mm -hmm. know that I would when it first started, but I was like, that was 
beautiful. That was awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like it helps you get in touch with, and plus it helps you release like, like don't care about who's watching you. Like yeah. you know what I mean. It's just it helps you release all that. The disclosure fest. Yes, that That's was what it. it was called. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you guys don't believe in resolutions per se. Not per se. No. Okay. Resolutions. No, I used to make resolutions when I was you know, mm-hmm. back in the day, but I don't do that anymore. Okay. So what caused you guys to stop like creating or um, making a list of resolutions for the, the following I never year? kept it. That okay. part. Me neither. Perfect. So that's something that I want to talk about. So I've always created resolutions. Like I'll have a, my little notebook and I'll say, okay, I typical resolution. I want to lose 50 pounds right. or I want to go to the gym. I want to eat better. And there are times when you feel like you failed at that resolution mm-hmm. and what happens to the rest of the list that you have. You right. fail that one thing and you're like, you know what, I'm done with this whole list. Um, so I went back and I looked at my resolutions from 2020 just to see which ones I've accomplished and which ones I didn't and why I didn't accomplish them. Uh-huh. So when I was looking at what resolutions were, um, it was saying that resolutions were intended for us to realize the mistakes that we made in the previous year and to promise to the creator or to God that we will correct those mistakes in hopes to be blessed in the next year, in the mm-hmm. following year, you know what I mean? To reap mm-hmm. those benefits. So I was like, okay, if we all tend to fail in the re- resolutions, what could we do to ensure that we're meeting those goals? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So then it came up to my head that we need to create structure within our lives. Mm-hmm. So um, structure could be a lot of different things because think about it. We all have different responsibilities. Some of us have dogs. Hey, Logan. Hey, um, Kilo. <laughs> Some of us have kids, some of us live with our parents, so we all have a different responsibility. So structure basically means having routines set in place throughout the week, making plans and following through with them, and thinking of thinking ahead. So you always want to think ahead. So a life without any structure can cause anxiety, uh, depression, frustration, um, unnecessary stress, so it made me think about my day-to-day. So we all work an eight-hour shift, right? But we're working for someone else. Mm-hmm. Do we allow time for ourselves throughout that day to do things for yourself? Mm-hmm. And I realized some days I feel like I just worked and I did nothing else. Mm-hmm. So then I start feeling depressed. Like, dang, Devin, you didn't work out today. You didn't do this for yourself. And then you're like, I'm going to do it the next day. And mm-hmm. if you don't, then you fall into that depression or you start getting anxiety about the tasks that you need to complete. So do you agree that a life without structure can cause those side effects? Mm, in some areas, yes. In others, no. I feel like, you know, to make your money, make your living, there has to be some kind of structure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you work for yourself. To me, it makes sense to, okay, whether you work 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. or 8 p.m. to 5 p.m., there's a structure there. I'm working eight hours. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be some kind of structure, even though it's flexible. Mm-hmm. 
But then at the same time, when you're a slave to that structure, are you really free and living free? Because that's nope. how we're supposed to be. Nope. You're not. So I do. Yes and no would be my <clears throat> answer. Yes, because you have to make a living some kind of way. So there should be some structure there. But no, outside of that, I feel like we need to be free. I agree and disagree in a way. What What about you, Tracy? I'm in agreement. I am in agreement with with Marcy on that one because it's like she said. Because it's like there's times throughout the day when we're working, like we do need to. That's why they tell us to take breaks. Right. The breaks are for our time. Mm -hmm. You know, to like regroup or whatever. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm 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 am there with where Marcy is about that. No, I feel like. If this year, if I challenge both of you and everyone, like our listeners, to build structure, create structure in your life to see if you can get those accomplished. So what I've been doing, and I kind of brought this to your attention, I created a structure. And for three weeks, or actually two weeks now, I started in December, for two weeks straight, I've been following this particular structure. So I wake up at 6.30 a.m. every morning. I allow myself maybe five minutes to kind of like get myself together. Like wake up. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. No phone. And when I say no phone, no um, social media, mm -hmm. no like Facebook, none of that stuff, because that ends up being distracting. You can spend your first hour of the day going through your Facebook feeds or your Instagram or Twitter or what, ha what have you. Um, before I do any of that, I have to do my morning meditation. Mm hmm. And again, you guys, I'm on I'm completely new to meditation and all of this kind of stuff. So adding this particular structure into my life so far, so good. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll tell you what I do do. So I go on YouTube and I um, look for um, words of affirmation. So I'll start with that. And it's pretty much saying I am powerful. I am strong. Mm -hmm. I am here. I am present. I am one with Mother Nature. And you hear this. And that's a 10 minute video. And then I do my own meditation for another 10 minutes. So total 20 minutes of morning meditation. Then after that, I do my morning pushups. So mm -hmm. I have 100 pushups that I want to get accomplished. And I set that time from 6.45 to 7 to get those pushups in. And then, of course, I can do them throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And then my next schedule is preparing for work. So I have from 7 to 7.40 to get myself ready, take shower, um, get dressed. Mm -hmm. um, another thing I realized when I, I'm working from home now, I typically wear my workout clothes if I'm right. not teaching a class. So now, three days out the week, I'm actually getting dressed, fully dressed. Might not have on shoes, but I'm fully dressed. And I felt those past two weeks, it really helped my production at work. Okay. Not saying I was lacking or not doing what I needed to do, but that first day, I think I worked to 530 making sure all my reports were clear and cut, like having everything prepared. So this structure that I'm talking about is gonna, it, it looks like a work schedule, to be honest, because when you go to work, you start eight, gotta go to break at 10, 15, mm -hmm. gotta go to lunch at 12, mm -hmm. or what have you. It's gonna look like that, but you're allowing yourself the time slots to get your work done. Mm -hmm. I have a structure of keeping my pajamas on till about 1030. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Tracy the other day. I was like, it's 12 and I still have my pajamas on. I need to do something about this. 
literally that happened. Oh it's interesting. <laughs> That's you, fun, but you know what though? I do actually have a structure that I didn't. As you were talking, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I do that every. I do the same thing. Like I wake up at a certain time." I do my meditation. That's the first thing I do. I wake up, go to the restroom, of course, mm-hmm. do my meditation, get up, make my bed. You know what I mean? And, you know, just and then you do the brush your teeth and stuff like that. Prepare. Just get stuff prepared for, you know. But I, I wake up like around four, okay. four or five. De- it depends, like four or five. So it gives me enough time because I don't like to rush. It's a Libra thing, yo. No, I do not like to rush. I don't know what it is. I think I got it from my dad because he wakes up early also, but I, literally I can't sleep past a mm-hmm. certain time. That's why I was like, okay, look, if I'm already up, 6.30, I might as well get up. Now, the hard part is after work because you need to have a, call Downtime. it like you need to de- decompress, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, after work. So you need a 15-minute routine that you do after work. So maybe if you have a dog, maybe that right after work, you take your dog out and go mm-hmm. walk. That's exactly That'll what help you because think about it. We're normally used to driving back home. Yes. You're listening to music or what That's have true. you. You're kind of decompressing while you're in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, going straight from, say, your living room to back to your couch, you know what I mean? You're working in that area. You need to find a way to decompress right. or debrief or what have you. But then you need to also pick back that structure in your life. So with us doing the podcast, I allowed it from 7 to 8 o'clock. That's that's my research time. That's my time for me to actually do my work for the podcast. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you don't want to wait to the day of recording Mm -hmm. or wait until you're here to start working on your topics or what have you. But you're giving yourself the structure. And if you have your resolutions, then you can add that to your structure as well. I feel you. That, That will probably help us maintain or accomplish those resolutions or goals that we set in the beginning of the year and you're now more accountable by having that structure Mm -hmm. but then to me on the flip side of that not saying what you're doing is wrong Mm -hmm. but don't you feel like if you don't do it do you feel bad um there's times that i didn't do it Mm -hmm. and that is going to depend on your mood so one day i didn't feel like working out i just wanted to take a nap so instead of working out, that was my nap time. Okay. And then I went back to the next part of my schedule, our structured schedule. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm really just trying to meet those goals mm-hmm. that I set for mm-hmm. the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And I think with structure, and of course, you don't want to overwhelm yourself. You don't want it like every minute you're doing something. Mm-hmm. You still want to have time for the things you enjoy to do, like fun activities or your hobbies if you play tennis or play basketball, crochet. You want to make time for that because that gives you solace. It, it calms yeah. you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's something that I wanted to really challenge everybody to get into this year, I creating a daily structure. You can have your weekends off if that's something mm-hmm. that you want to do, or you can be more structured on the weekends. But you definitely need to make sure this year you're allowing yourself time to do what's important for you mm-hmm. and not just working your job. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, again, until we're all equally balanced, you can catch me here next week on The Pause. And now, Metaphysics with Mercy. Okay, you guys. So, we are going to jump right into some real, real metaphysics. Ooh. 
So this topic that I'm going to talk about is emotional healing and overcoming traumas. I had labeled it childhood traumas, mm -hmm. but some traumas aren't just from your childhood. Truth. So um, think of something that you went through as a youth or an adult. Something stressful. For me, I'm going to share something with you guys. It was domestic violence. Um, when you see certain things, it can take you right back to that place like it happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Take, for example, the show um, 13 Reasons Why. Mm. There was a scene in that show that when I saw it, it took me back to a similar, almost identical incident that happened to me, and I started crying watching it. We discussed it. Mm -hmm. And um, I was a teenager, teenager when it happened, but it's just a memory that you're never going to forget. So when you have a traumatic incident and then you see something very similar you're going to remember it like it happened to you, mm -hmm. right? So what's causing that? Our thoughts. Mm -hmm. Our thoughts. And then our bodies translate these extended stressors into internal biochemical molecular messages, okay? So those messages will push you to stress just by having a thought. Mm -hmm. But not only in the moment whenever you think of it. So another example is... Um, I had a, at a job that I had, I had a supervisor that we just didn't click. And even right now, like I'll remember some things that she may have said to me then, and you can only go so far with a supervisor without being insubordinate. Mm -hmm. Right. So now if I hear somebody use that same type of language, it's a trigger for me and you want to snap back, but you can't. Right. So when we have a thought or emotion, things change for us in our brains. Our emotions change. Therefore, what's in our bodies actual, actually change. Thoughts are transient. You know what transient means? No. Transient means they're fleeting. Okay. But beliefs are long-term. Does that make sense mm -hmm. to you? So you could have a thought like, oh, I want to eat a piece of pizza. And as quick as it came, it's it gone. went. Mm -hmm. But the long-term of that is Domino's pepperoni um, and sausage, which let me not use that example. Um, Domino's mushroom and bell pepper pizza is good. I'm always going to remember that. So I'm going to continue ordering it because that's a long term effect. So a belief is a pattern of thought. So if you think something over and over and over again, like a thought of self-criticism or something you don't like about the world or an argument that you had with somebody all of these things, if you hold them in, it's going to drive high cortisol into your bloodstream. You could tell people that have high cortisol in their, in their systems because they normally have a belly. Hello. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Hello. Cortisol comes from... Oh, Tracy, <laughs> if y'all can see this dance, she's doing it. Cortisol will settle in your stomach mm -hmm. region. Mm -hmm. Especially for women, right? Yes, especially for women. Men too, but more so women. So cortisol is the stress gene. I don't know if you all are aware of that. And because of that belief that you have, when you add emotion and believe it strongly, you're adding fuel to the fire. So raising your cortisol level over and over and over again over time leads to reduced muscle mass, reduced bone density, degradation of digestion, and all of these things affect you in a negative manner. Am I making sense to you guys? Mm -hmm. I'm really getting down to the molecular metaphysics of how things, how uh, somebody saying something, you receiving it, thinking about it, and what it's doing to you internally. Okay? And that's traumas. Like, 
childhood traumas, like growing up where I grew up, I people teased me about my hair. Mm-hmm all the time because it was a predominantly white neighborhood Mm -hmm. and here's a little black girl coming from LA and I've got 10 ponytails in my head and (laughs) you know the kids weren't used to that so they would tell me that my hair feels like a sponge or um, I look dirty or why does your hair like that why do you have all those things in your hair they would tease me and growing up now I can look back now and see that my hair I, I've stressed over my hair so much and making sure that I had my weave looked right or my braids were together because of mm-hmm, back then mm-hmm. and what these kids did to me. Mm. So let's talk about high stress, okay? High stress, you have high cortisol. We said that. Mm-hmm. High cortisol starts to calcify the memory and learning centers in your brain. Mm. That's what we don't want. Your hypothalamus, which is resides in your brain, mm-hmm can get calcium deposits on it. And one of the most important functions of the hypothalamus is to link the nervous system to the endocrine system via the pituitary gland and the third eye. I know you guys have heard us talk about the third Mm -hmm. eye. So your hypothalamus, your pituitary gland, and the third eye, they're all connected. Mm -hmm. Um, The third eye is underneath the hypothalamus. Mm -hmm. So now if we have a calcified pineal gland, we're we're actually putting like... um, let's say like a concrete stop on your mental and spiritual worlds because your pineal gland is the bridge between the two. Okay. And that's what we don't want. So I teach in my group that I teach on Thursdays that we need to learn to cal- to keep our pineal gland decalcified. And you do that through meditation and trying not to stress. You don't want to generate that cortisol in your system. So if, and and again, I've been doing meditation. So I came across this one meditation um, and they um, mouth the words, um, Mm -hmm. which would um, block from your root chakra. It will open up your third eye Mm -hmm. and seeing how it's connected. If you are stressed, could that help bring down the um, 100%? What is it called again? Cortisol. Cortisol. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And I'm going to get to that, like how we get less cortisol in our systems. Okay. Um, so is there a way, because you really, um, you can kind of control your stress, but you can't, I feel like sometimes I overthink. And then that overthinking keeps that thought yes. in my head. So then it's constantly there. Is there a way to, I guess, prevent a thought to over consume your body? It takes practice (laughs) because let's take, for example, I have some friends that are behind on their rent. They've been doing this whole COVID-19 thing where you only have to pay the 25%. Mm -hmm. And so come the end of this month, they all got to give it up, right? The whole amount. And they haven't paid since September. Mm -hmm. They've been paying 25%. Mm -hmm. So she told me, I think, I talked to her the other day and she said she owes like eight thousand something dollars. And so she's like, Where am I gonna get that from? Where am I, you know? Da, da, da. And I told her, I said, take a moment and breathe. If you're supposed to be in this place that you're in, it's gonna come to you some kind of way. Whether they change the laws and they extend it, whether somebody gives you some money, whether there's a law that we don't know about that's going to help you, whatever it may be, something's going to happen. But you have to believe you can't automatically just go, oh, my God, I'm going to get kicked out on January 31st because that's not necessarily the truth. So you have to within your own self recognize that we have egos. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Our ego is trying to protect us from something, but the ego is not necessarily the truth all the time. So let's take a relationship. Should I ask him out? We talked about this on the show or, or two mm-hmm. ago. Should I ask him out or not? The ego is going to say, no, because he may not like you. What if he doesn't like you? Trying to protect you. It's not evil. It's not the devil and you trying to say, you know, it's just trying to protect you and your feelings. But you have to get beyond that and say, but what if he does like me? What if I do come up with this rent? So it's all comes down to you and changing your thoughts. And I know you've all have heard me say our thoughts control it all. Mm-hmm. It does. It goes back to a conversation me and Marcy had. <laughs> this is in, this is hard for me to talk about because, you know, you know, it's regarding relationships. And I told her, I said, what did I say to you? I said, nobody approaches me or something like mm-hmm. that. And you go, well, you keep saying that. Nobody Nobody's going to approach you. But then I explained to her that it's not even that I keep saying that. It's, it's just something that I recognize from time to time. But she also said, well, you got to stop recognizing it that way from time to time. And um, in that moment, like as we were talking, like I think it was the next day or something, we had a conversation. And my whole thought process changed. It's like my whole being felt something totally different. Because, you know, I do want a, a partner in my life. You know, I want, you know, I want my husband, my man, you know, whatever, however it goes, mm-hmm. however, you know, the universe wants it to go. Um, I do want that in my life. So it's like, but I know that I'm doing something that's blocking it from coming to me. So when me talking to her and she's talking about thoughts, mm-hmm. Those thoughts did kept coming to my mind, like not every day and all the time, but it would surface from time to time. So, you know. So an example, I'm just going to piggyback on what you said. She has, like she just said, she wants to be in a relationship. So she tells me this young man approached her Mm, and asked for her number and, hey, how you doing? And then she was like, no, I have a boyfriend. (laughs) And I said, why did you say that? And And I... And I said that too. I was like, I don't know why I did that. Yeah. Because she, because she, because it was somebody I met, like he was, we were at the same store. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I told her he reminded me of um, one of my friends that has transitioned. Um, Johnny, you know, my friend Johnny, he transitioned. So he reminded me of him, like his, his spirit, his energy. And I told Marcy, I go, he was very animated. Like he was, he was such a cool person. It's like, and I, I don't know why. I did that. Because mm. mm-hmm. even on a friendly level, like even if yes. it wasn't going to be like I'm attracted to him like that. Yeah. And he was cute. Friend. Yeah. He was cute. But Especially it was, if you saw some type of resemblance of like personality. Yes. Yes. I know. I and I don't know why. And it's like, and me and her, we talked about that. I was like, I have to look at that. Mm-hmm. Like why? Because that's, that's happened before. And mm-hmm. you, and she's the one that said, Tracy, why did you do that? Because somebody had asked me out, and I was just like, uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't going out with him. And I was like, why? Why not? And then she ended up going out with him and had the best time until he showed himself. Yeah. And then, you know, some yeah. of the things happened. Yeah. But you know who I'm talking about. Point, I sure do. <laughs> up until that point, she had a great time. Yeah. We had a lot in common. We did. Funny. They laughed yes. at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it, was, so it made me think about that. And then after... I did kind of think about it afterwards. I'm like, why did I do that? Why did I tell that guy that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I know I'm repeating myself right now, but it's like, it's, I really do need to look at that and work on that with myself as to mm-hmm. why I would have done that. Because like, like you said, Devin, again, 
the energy he had just reminded me of somebody that I cared about a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it was like, it, it, I don't know, it's so weird. So I have, I really got to work on that. New year, new vibe. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. So speaking of that, I'm going to go on with talking about how our body itself is energy. Okay. So our our physical being is energy, just like our words are. Mm -hmm. So if you were to look at your hand and magnify it a million times, you would see that your hand is just an atom. That's all it is at the end of it. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. When we're experiencing emotions, every emotion has its own specific frequency. And if you're feeling an emotion, let's say anger. Mm. Anger is a different frequency or vibration than sadness or frustration. But if you're feeling an emotional that's powerful enough, your whole being is going to take on this vibration. For example, I had a situation yesterday where I was extremely angry about something that happened. And it has literally taken over my whole being yesterday. And I'm just now kind of coming out of it. But it's still on me because it was a traumatic experience. Um, I'm not proud of the way I responded to it. And I'm going to get emotional just talking about it because, because I'm not proud of the way I handled it. I'm not proud of, I'm just not proud of that. Um, but I'm still here and I'm standing and I'm, I'm still in my power. And I know for the situation at that time, I did what I needed to do. And you're human also. Yes. And if that one emotion of anger took over or whatever emotion you're feeling at that moment, you just said it could take over your whole entire body. Right. Yeah. So you're not able to fully think at the moment. Right. And that's human because right. that happens to all of us, especially if you have like an intuition about something. Mm -hmm. I remember, and I'll tell a quick story. Um, somebody I was in a relationship with cheated on me and the person came into my house and I knew from that moment that something was odd, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And literally I couldn't sit still. Like my body was shaking, like mm -hmm. my leg was, sh you know how you mm -hmm. get like that nervous thing and you're, I couldn't talk. I was um, clenching my teeth so hard that they were shattering or I was like stuttering. It was so much that that emotion completely took over my whole entire body. Mm. And I'm also the type of person that if I have something to say, I have to, to say, say it. it. And if I don't, it's going to eat me up inside and I'm going to have to, I'm still going to have to say, it. I may call you on it, but mm -hmm. I have to say it. Um, it's powerful mm -hmm. that something like that could take over your whole entire body. Mm -hmm. But it's because of the vibrations that we're emitting and the frequencies that we're on. Mm -hmm. So in, the, in circumstances such as what we're talking about, what can happen is the energy of that emotion can become too much. And then some remains behind in the body if we don't release it properly. Mm. Then there's a process that we're, go, that we're supposed to go through, right? Our emotions are generated by our organs and glands that reside there. Did you guys know that? I didn't. Okay, so I'm going to talk about that. So our heart and our small intestine generates, uh, the glands and organ generate hate and impatience. Mm. So our spleen and our stomach and pancreas generate worry and anxiety. Our lungs and large intestines generate sadness and depression. Our kidneys and bladder generate fear and fright. And our liver and gallbladder 
generate anger and frustration. And that's just a few. There's a, there's a plethora of emotions, but those are some of the main ones that mm -hmm. we all identify with. So our thoughts generate a vibration that goes to that particular organ, and then follow me, y'all. And then that organ excretes a, a biochemical molecule into our bloodstream, which is then carried throughout our body. Mm. So you can have trauma from, like what I said, your work supervisor, and feel it in your ankle. Wow. And you're thinking it's from the one you went on that day, but really it's because I almost said her name, said something crazy to me today. And because I have a compromised um, ankle, the break in my fascia, would you guys know what fascia is? Mm -hmm. Okay, the break in the fascia, that energy that I generated from hearing what the supervisor said to me, it settles in my ankle. Because that's something that isn't completely healed in your body. Right. That's so right. then it goes straight there. Mm, right. Like if it was medicine or something. Right. Mm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So this is the metaphysics that I'm talking about, you guys. And we got it. And it all starts with the thought. So how do we get a break in our fascia? Live in a, a lifestyle of limited physical activity, meaning too little movement day after day. Or the opposite, repetitive movement that overworks one part of the body. I used to be a pitcher back in the day when I was younger. Oh. And so constantly moving that arm like this, moving uh -huh. that arm constant, constant, constant. Now, um, a lot of people I play softball with too, shout out Jamie, she has, um, and I have- um, Rotator. Yeah, cuff issues. Wow. Because we played many, 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 many years of softball. So let's dig deeper. What is fascia? Fascia is a thin layer of connective tissue that lies under the skin and wraps around every muscle and organ in our body. The role fascia plays in the body is it helps connect the muscles to the bones and the joints. The best way to imagine fascia is to think of like plastic wrap, like a layer that lies between the skin and the muscles like a web. Mm -hmm. So the fascia is also where the nerves and our lymph nodes sit, so it's now being called a sensory organ because this is where pain originates and is communicated to the brain. So are you all now seeing how everything's connected yeah. and it all starts with a thought somebody said something crazy to you you received it and instead of processing it like i don't even know what they went through today this is probably not even for me and letting it go we internalized it same thing with people that have been molested as when they were children not that that's an easy thing to let go of because you're the one being harmed and it's hard to be like oh well he touched me because something's off with him and mm -hmm. i'm gonna let it go because you're still a victim of that mm -hmm. but there are ways to work through it so the normal process of emotions is as follows and i feel like i'm talking a lot because i feel like i want to get all this information to you guys because i really did my research on this because I feel like a lot of us suffer from this. Mm -hmm. A lot of us suffer from things that we don't even speak of mm -hmm. and we don't share with other people and it's hurting us. Yeah, and you internalize it. Yeah. Bottling, bottling that emotion up is just eating at you and you not ever releasing it. Ever. So you're holding on to it. So then you start getting these common illnesses or um, injuries and things like that because you're not expressing yourself like we've supposed to yeah yeah so the normal mm. process of emotions is as follows when emotions are generated we feel them we acknowledge it and then we allow it to dissipate and move on so like basically like uh i'll use the example of like let's say a boyfriend you're you think you love him he breaks up with you you go through the whole oh what was me and then finally you get over it and you move on you're not holding on to it anymore you start being like yeah he wasn't good for me anyway okay i'm gonna move on to the next okay but then there's other times when we act as if that's what it is, 
but really we're broken inside. And so we're burying this emotion inside of us. And what does it do? We don't allow it to surface, so we don't deal with it. If we don't deal with it, the energy of that emotion remains within the body. And what happens, it, you just said it, is it may manifest in many, many, many mirrors down the road, but it discomfort or a disease. Things like cancer, things like diabetes, it manifests in many, many different ways that we don't even realize that if we're that we're doing that. So is any of this making sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. So if we were to sit in nature, like and just listen to the birds, listen to the wind. The other day it was windy here and I was um, cleaning my barbecue grill and I stopped for a minute because I could hear the wind going through the leaves. And I just stood there for a moment with my eyes closed and just listened literally for like two minutes. That mm -hmm. was the most peaceful thing I've experienced in a while, more than the meditations I've been doing, just listening to the wind mm -hmm. and the leaves. And then when I came back in the house, I was just like, Mm -hmm. Okay, I feel so much better, mm -hmm. and, I, and I forgot I I still need to clean the grill, still dirty, because I stopped what I was doing and never went back to it to appreciate what was nature right. was doing. Yeah, right. So there's meditation. They're sitting in nature. Do you guys know what tapping is? I no. do. Do you want to explain it? Well, basically, it's like when you're like stressing. Well, from what I know about it, when mm -hmm. you're stressing out, you you there's trigger points that they tell you to tap on to help and you do it a certain amount of times in each trigger point. It could be like on your forehead, like near your third mm -hmm. eye, your your chest area, your che yeah, cheekbones, I think your chin. Mm -hmm. um, okay, that part, I wasn't sure Clavicle. about that. Okay. Clavicle, mm -hmm. there you go, yeah. And she's right, and the tapping will release stagnant energy. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you that thing works, the thing works. And I've never tried it. Try it. Is it n moving blood, like, through your body, like, helping blood, like, flow a yeah, little better? Yeah, through the fascia okay. in your system. Like, if, even if, like, just try this real quick. Take your fingers mm -hmm. and go across, like this, your forehead. Move your fingers across your face, your cheeks, down to your, your chin. Don't you feel it, like, tingly? Do you feel, like, movement? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus, it also... Um, directs your your thoughts like your yes. your attention to that to that yes yeah mm -hmm. she's right so let's talk about DHEA dehydropyandrosterone it's naturally found in your body and it's made in your adrenal glands okay mm. DHEA let me put my glasses on I'm old y'all <laughs> <laughs> we got three generations here did you know that three generations mm-hmm oh yeah Mm-hmm. Well, three, uh, what do you call it? Um, every 10 years, like... Decades. Oh. Decades, thank you. Mm -hmm. Different decades. I'm a different okay. decade, he's a different decade, you're a different decade. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. we, sorry, sorry, I'm that. sorry. I didn't mean to... Like. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, so I kind of skipped ahead to the DHEA, but um, when you do things that you like, like tapping, spending time with family, meditations, all these things are going to reverse the stagnant energy that resides in our system that our emotions are putting there. Mm -hmm. And so when we're doing things that we like, we're not creating cortisol, we're creating DHEA, which is dehydropyandrosterone. Sorry, mm -hmm. I missed that whole part. <laughs> and it's found naturally in our body and it's made in our adrenal glands. Adrenal glands are small triangles shaped like glands located on the top of both of your kidneys. 
Adrenal glands create hormones such as DHEA that help regulate your metabolism, immune system, blood pressure, response to stress, and other essential functions. So in our bodies, the DHEA is converted into male and female sex hormones such as estrogen and testosterone. It's said that if you take a DHEA in supplement, it can boost your levels of estrogen and testosterone if you're having those issues. And it also can protect against health problems associated with hormone imbalances and or age-related declines in hormone levels. So they make a synthetic DHEA because obviously Mm. you can't really take it out of your kidneys and give it to you. And guess where it comes from, you guys? Where? Yams. Really? They take it out of yams. A sweet potato. Is a yam and a sweet potato the same? I think they're the same. I don't know if they're the same. Anyway, I, think I digress. One's lighter than the other. I think <laughs> one's just lighter than the other in color. Um, so DHEA also helps treat Alzheimer's disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, depression, erectile dysfunction, fatigue, fibromyalgia, lupus, menopausal symptoms, metabolic syndrome, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's disease, amongst other things. And I did say it slows the aging process, right? So... Anytime that you're doing something that you like that's bringing you pleasure, you are generating DHEA from your kidneys. That's always going <sighs> to... <laughs> Y'all had to be here. <laughs> so some other things that are going to get rid of the stagnant energy is vitamin D sitting directly in the sun and letting it penetrate the pineal gland. Okay. Also... Daily meditations. We talk about this mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. Devin just said it every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. He gets up. Tracy, she does it too. I recently started using the Calm app, mm-hmm. and they had um, a seven-day meditation, right? And so every day it reminds me at 7 a.m., and it'll be like, ding, 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 you know? And Fine, Yeah. Like, oh, and then I'll be like, wherever I'm at, I'll hurry up and go to my phone, and I'll go lay down on my bed and do my meditation at 7 a.m. every day, regardless of what I'm doing. Um, it just is going to bring a natural peace and calm to you when you take that time it for really yourself does. and just breathe. Also, releasing your set those set emotions through physical activity. You like to play tennis, yes. right? You get up and do your um, tapes and stuff in mm-hmm. the morning. I like to walk my dog and ride my bike recently. So any type of physical exertion, you're going to get the blood flowing. And with that, other hormones, are the DHEA is going to come about. And it's going to keep you youthful and young. That's interesting. Because I, um, I guess in middle school and high school, I ran track. In mm-hmm. middle school, I think it was called Run for Fun. Mm-hmm. So when I am having like a heavy stressed day or I feel overwhelmed, I do go run. Mm-hmm. And that helps take away the say it again cortisol yes out yeah. of my body yes absolutely <laughs> there's a song that um do you guys remember um vivian green yes yes emotional roller coaster. Oh, i yes. love that song and yes. she said i can't sing but she said ran my three miles to clear my mind it always helps me out Mm -hmm. and she's talking about like what you just Mm -hmm. said it helps you clear your mind Mm -hmm. and you don't even realize it but it's because you're generating these different hormones in Mm -hmm. your system so lastly the best way to deal with any emotion you guys is head on don't try to avoid it like if i don't think about it it'll just go away Mm -hmm. actually it doesn't it just festers Mm -hmm. and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it mounts and mounts and mounts and mounts till one day you're just this unbearable person and nobody really wants to deal with you because you've got this thing on you 
that nobody may even know about, but you're giving off this energy because your body is overloaded with cortisol. And so you're only being what you know, which is the cortisol levels and the stress and the mm -hmm. this and the that. You may not even recognize and it. people function off of that. Like, yes. completely function. I want to say, culturally, if you think about it, we like to sweep things under the rug, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you do have something traumatic that happens in, in your childhood. Um, the elders are like, oh, just sweep it under, get over mm -hmm. it, blah, 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 pray about it, let it go. Mm -hmm. um, but prayer, meditation, and all that stuff, it depends on you. If you don't answer or like um, find the root of that issue and try to deal with it, mm -hmm. then it's always going to fester in you. You never are, like you said, you're never healing from that emotion. Mm -hmm. So you not speaking about it, you're just bottling it up mm -hmm. and now you're wondering why you have this pain in your back or mm -hmm. pain in your stomach. Mm -hmm. It's because you're not dealing with a root issue that's m literally messing up your body chemically. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because just speaking on the issue that happened yesterday, I realized that incident made me see that I didn't deal with the domestic violence that I dealt with in my teenage right. years. Right. Because my daughter was there with me when the situation happened, love you, Drea. And I broke down in her arms and started crying like a baby. Like she had never seen me cry like that. Mm. And I'm 46 years old and she's never seen me cry like that. And I felt bad putting that kind of emotion on her. Um, even though she old too, but that's um, <laughs> still my baby. And yeah. I don't want her to feel for me, but it really made me be like, okay, Marcy. And I told my mom last night, I think I might need to talk to somebody mm -hmm. about stuff. I mean, and this is 20, 28, 30 years ago. But you know what though? Happened. At least you know now, like yeah. you're, you're seeing what it, it, that incident brought that out. So you can go take care of it Yeah, because you need to take care of it for some reason. Cause there's something else coming for you now. Yeah. So I'm going to end with this. If we knew the harm that negative thinking did to our bodies, we will quit negative thinking immediately. And I really want you all to focus and let that marinate because the negative thoughts that we're having about money, about our jobs, about relationships, about friends, it's affecting you and it's taking years off your life. And we're focused on people or things that may not even be here, but five minutes. Right. So, you know, talk to somebody, whether it's a professional or a trusted friend or family member, um, get it out, write it down, journal. If you don't trust anybody mm -hmm. or you don't want to, you know, get it out. Even writing. I do a lot of, I got books and books on writing, but that's releasing it. Mm -hmm. So that's my piece. You guys, you guys have any questions about what I've said here today? No. Well, then I will say peace and love. And now, the love vibration. Hi, everybody. Hi, Tracy. Hey, Tracy girl. Um, so I don't have any questions that came through, but there's something that I was um, looking at, and it caused me to want to talk about it. That scared me. <laughs> that caused me to want to talk about it on this on the podcast today. Um, it's in regards to is it is it really that important the way a person dresses that causes another person to stay attracted to them or be attracted to them mm -hmm. or even get the husband that they want or get the wife that they want? 
Um, do you guys feel that that is super important? Ooh. It can be like, and I'm talking about dressing, like even dress or even the way we wear our hair, like all of the above. I don't care about that. I, I mean, I don't want you looking slovenly and right. you know, sloppy and stuff like that, but I'm not going to be like, you need to wear Gucci loafers, a Prada this, or this. Like, I don't care about that. I care about your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, he doesn't have to, you know, because physically, isn't that what attracts us to somebody? When you first, first meet somebody, isn't what they look like what you're first attracting? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you analyze everything. I know a lot of women and men um, look at man's shoes mm-hmm. first, yes. not the size. The- <laughs> I you mean, should have seen Devin's face, y'all. Oh, my God. What's that shoe you wear, Devin? <laughs> but I know a lot of people look at man's shoes, and that lets them know how well they take care of themselves. Because mm-hmm. if you see someone with dirty shoes, you're like, okay, yeah. you dirt. Not you're yeah. dirty, but you're going to yeah. think a little differently. I personally, like Marcy said, you don't have to wear labels or designer clothes, but when you are dating or fratronizing someone, you do want to look presentable. Look presentable. Put your best foot best forward. Foot forward there you, you know go. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and you do that for yourself. I I do that for myself mostly. I don't think I do it for the other person. I do it for myself because mm-hmm. right. I want to feel a certain right. way. Mm-hmm. Um, like I kind of mentioned before, I've been wearing workout clothes since March. Mm-hmm. I don't even have that many workout clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but I notice when I do wear that, often I feel a little sluggish throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So I started to dress up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking at anybody, but... I want to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. If you feel a certain way, you start to do things differently. Mm-hmm. And I don't always want to be in workout wear. And I, if I'm with someone, I don't want them to feel like they have to pit on all the time. But right. if we're going somewhere, be be presentable. Don't right. have your pants all down mm-hmm. or you know things like that. I think it's important to understand the difference. Mm-hmm. Doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing it for your partner. Right. Because the way we look right now, we look great. You know what I mean? If we're going somewhere, depending on where we're going, we know how to turn that on. Right. But to piggyback off what you said, let's say I started as a size eight, which for the record, I am not. (laughs) I think I was in the fourth grade. (laughs) But let's just say I started dating. (laughs) Come on, fourth grade. (laughs) Let's just say I was a size eight when we started dating. And then now we're five or six years into it and I'm now an 18 or 20. Mm -hmm. Is that a deal breaker? Are you going to be like, I don't want to be with you anymore because you're now overweight or. I've heard that there's a lot of men out there. Um, Women too, but it's more so men because men are really visual. Visual. Um, but there's a lot of men out there that they will, like, leave their woman because of that. Um, they don't even encourage the woman because of that. I mean, they can – there's ways that you can do things. Like, you can encourage the person, like, you know, let's go work out. Let's go Let's go walking or something. Or talk to her. You know, maybe there's a reason why she may have gained, you know, gained the weight or something like that. Um, or people just get comfortable. Or how do you, mm-hmm. how you, know do you I mean? have those conversations without making the person feel – 
a type of way because you you're trying to be upfront and honest. Mm-hmm. So would you just say we're picking up weight, or I see you know we're eating a little bit more. Let's do X, Y, and Z. Would you take that in a good way, or, or would you take it bad? Would you rather somebody ask you like, is there something going on that I don't know about? Like, are are you going through something? Because usually, and Marcy will Marcy knows because. I, I had lost a lot of weight, but then, you know, stuff was happening and I went back to an old way. And so I gained some weight back. So I got to go back focused, you guys. But um, <laughs> she knew as soon as I told her, I go, Marcy, I'm gaining weight. I'm gaining my weight back. And she goes, just you telling me that lets me know where your head is at. You know what I mean? So it was and there we go back to the thoughts, things that you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. It can cause us to to do that, to get, you know, stress eat or something like that. Sorry, I did not think about that. So going back to metaphysics with Marcy, I, too, struggled with being tall and people always saying, oh, you're big, you're big. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Big and tall are two, two different, different things. things. Words mm-hmm. mean things. Yes, it does. So for a long time, I've always had a complex like, damn, I'm, am I big? Mm-hmm. So I'm looking in the car mirror and, you know, the reflection is distorted. Mm-hmm. So it, it already makes your back look bigger. And, everything. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I guess I am big. <laughs> then I look at pictures from high school. I'm like, I was, you know. Okay. <laughs> I can't stand you, damn it. I okay. So... That stuck in my head. So even at my finest, when I say my sister and I were doing boot camp, we're doing all this stuff, Uh eating right, I still would look at myself with that complex because that's been embedded in my head for so long that Mm -hmm. I never fully thought or um, talked to someone about it so that I could release that and actually see what people might see that I don't see. Because if I look at myself, I'll probably like, oh, oh gosh. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And... I mean, y'all saw my Instagram. Like, it's uh, not like I'm obese and whatever. I mean, according to European standards, I am obese. Remember, <laughs> I couldn't get my day this <laughs> Okay, at work. Sure couldn't. I couldn't either. I was like, wait a minute. So, <laughs> so I'm 5'11". I'm supposed to be 120. Like, I'm where like, they what do that? in the white? Yeah. <laughs> But facts. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they didn't use the right scale for all body types. So Correct. pretty That's much true. what I'm saying is That's true. it goes so deep that you have to really like take time to figure out, okay, where do I want to go in this world? Physically, mentally, and, you know, all, all around. I think it comes down to like if a person doesn't want to deal with you because of your size or your hair or something physically about you, that's not your issue. That's theirs. Right. Period. And then that's when you have to ask yourself, do I even want to be with somebody who's going to judge me for that? Like it's one thing if they're saying like what you were saying, Tracy, hey, I noticed, you know, there's there's some things going on or we've been eating a lot of fast food lately and, you know, that's not good for us or something going on. Mm -hmm. That means they want to help you be better. Yes. But if they're talking to you like, okay, you, and it's just a singular thing, you've done this, you've done that, you, and it's bothering them, mm-hmm. you need to figure you out, bro. Yeah. Period. I'm not dealing with that. Exactly. I am so free of the constraints of what I'm supposed to look like and what I'm supposed to feel like. Mm-hmm. If I want to work out and be a size eight again, like I was in the fourth grade, <laughs> you could. <laughs> okay. I can. If I want to be a size 16, like I am now, 
And yes, I'm saying that out loud because I, it doesn't bother me mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. My size doesn't define Marcy. Yes. Right. Period. Right. And any man that thinks that that's going to define me, mm-hmm. I don't need you in my cipher either. And that's true. And it's like, I know I struggled with that for a long time with the weight thing. And it's like where it's, I always thought like, because I was a heavier person. Now, here's the thing. In my life, I would go up and down in my weight. Like, mm-hmm. there's times where I was like, bow. Like, you know what I mean? Bow. She's a brick. House. Come on. She's my to my tag. Just let it all hang out. But yeah, I did. I struggled with that. And here's a funny thing, though, too. A friend of mine, Dina. Shout out, Dina. Hi, Dina. She, I was talking to her, I was talking to her one time. And we, I was talking to her about that, you know, and about the dressing and all that kind of stuff. Now, I'm going back to like how we dress and stuff like that. I know that sometimes, and it's, this is truth, sometimes how you feel inside is the way you dress. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you're feeling a certain way inside and you're dressing that way, of course, whoever's like seeing you is going to see that. Mm-hmm. So they're looking like, okay, she's like some, you know, whatever. So they're not going to be attracted to that. If you feel good inside, no matter how you're dressed, it's still it's going to come off differently. Right. You, you know, you see what I'm saying? You can be wearing sweat. As a matter of fact, the day that I was the day that I met the guy, uh, that he was talking to me, I wasn't even dressed all that, but there was something with my energy. I guess right. I was in a good vibration, mm-hmm. and he was attracted. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, and another thing, here's a, this is the story I wanted to tell about that now me and marcy have discussed this too um because i told her you mentioned about you know dressing for yourself Mm -hmm. and doing stuff for yourself devin mentioned that so i know that for me i like matching undergarments okay right and (laughs) when i told marcy that she was like what what are you like but what are you doing that for like but it's for me because i like how it looks Mm-hmm. When I put it on, you know what I mean? But then going back to Dina, she would be like, well, you like matching this way, but you know what I mean? You're mm-hmm. doing something different on the outside, mm-hmm. you know, but she helped me change that. And so did somebody else. A, a guy helped mm-hmm. me change that, even though that that was a ooh. but I, I appreciate that experience because it helped me come out of my shell in regards to how I present myself, you know in in that way like because you remember i would i wear like i would wear more baggier clothes so you couldn't really see anything of me is because you know i was like i felt it was a certain way i felt about myself mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that's the way the reason why i was wearing baggier clothes like that and then also i think sometimes you get into like a comfortable routine right? yeah mm-hmm. um say if your job is like super laxed on your dress code if you want, you're going to be super lax too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jordan every day. I'm, I personally, and I remember at this particular place, like I wear collar shirts or, mm-hmm. you know, button downs. And then I saw some of the guys start changing wearing collar shirts mm-hmm. and things like that too. Devin comes to work suited and booted every day when we were in the office. Show did. We would always be every like, look at day, you. Like, oh. Where are you going? It was really for me and (laughs) also where I wanted to be in the company Mm -hmm. and not saying that you have to dress for success, Mm -hmm. but you dress how you want to feel. And that helped me continue carrying the posture that I had throughout work Mm -hmm. and 
being comfortable talking to certain people. Right. And on top of that, I also am black and I feel like a lot of people look at me in a particular way and I don't want anybody to look at me and feel like, oh, I'm not able to do something right. because of the way that I dress. Because right. I have a friend that dresses completely different and that person went sky high as you want to go mm -hmm. in the company and they were themselves throughout, mm -hmm. but totally different people. Mm -hmm. So if the person that you were dating did say, hey, I want you to dress different, how would you take that? Um, it depends. If it's outside of my comfort zone, no, sir. Mm -hmm. Can't do it. I'm not going to do anything for you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it for myself. Mm -hmm. Now, there's certain things you compromise on. Yes. Um, like if I wear, I don't know, let's say I'm wearing too much makeup or something, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I might still wear makeup, but maybe tone it down a little bit. That's right. called the compromise. Right. But if I am not comfortable wearing, I don't know, a oh. sports bra and, and jeans, mm -hmm. that's just not going to happen. Right. 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 And it's like I had come across a situation like that where the person was like, how can you like they wanted me to dress a certain way. And that was the struggle mm -hmm. because it's like, that's not me, though. I don't like that. Right. You know what I mean? I don't wear short dresses and tight mm -hmm. stuff like that and hoochie looking. Sorry, not nothing wrong with them things. But for you, for me, yeah. it's. It's not, that's not me. We all have our own personal style. Period. And you can't force somebody to, because you saw this on Instagram, oh, I need you to wear some high-waisted mm -hmm. pants. Yeah. Well, high-waisted pants don't fit good on me. Are they right. not feel Hello. comfortable? So you do have to do what's right for you. Yes. And like you said, compromising in a relationship is big. So, yeah. okay, if I dress like this a couple of days, and maybe this day I might, you know, mm -hmm. do something different. Right. Or what have you. But I, it I, will be... From my closet, I'm not going to go out, out and, and yeah. purchase right. this new outfit because of you. Because if you think about it, going back in the day, a lot of people, couples dressed alike. Yeah. Whose idea mm -hmm. was that? Was that the man's idea or was that the woman's idea? I think it's mainly the woman, huh? Mm -hmm. I just remember going to Magic Mountain. Yes, yes. And it was kind of like, do you want to wear? Okay. Like it was agreeable. It was agreeable. It, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, so I guess, question. so I guess, you know, it's like I, for some people, like you, we're all saying for some people, it, it does matter. They want everybody to be up on trend and other people it doesn't. I think it just really depends on who it's coming from. And actually, let me just say this, because I just thought of something last year, the, the guy I was with, uh, we went to see Eric B. No, we went to see Rakim. And I was like, we should wear adidas jacket so we went out and got our little adidas outfits together we looked fly too and everybody had on an adidas jacket oh wow <laughs> and he was like this is the last time you picked out outfits <laughs> i was like my bad i mean Everybody had on an Adidas jacket well that was perfect see he was game for doing that yeah, right. and i think you have to be comfortable with doing it and if it's something that you're not comfortable with then that person definitely has a problem yeah and right they gotta see so basically else. all this yeah. is like you just need to match up with somebody you match up with but even in a relationship a person can change like you can just watching you or just being around that other person can cause you to feel a little bit more comfortable in how you're presenting yourself because you like you said you may be shy like i've said you may be shy about you know yeah you know what mm -hmm. i mean and it's like, because I, sometimes I would be shy about this part of my area, my chest area, because the way people would look at me. And it's like, 
my eyes are up mm. here. <laughs> so you know what I mean so it's kind of like it just depends on the situation and who the person is Agreed. and you know what I mean so I just wanted to you know find out what you guys thought about that in mm. regards to like you know people picking each other because of that yeah no not for me not for me yeah no. I never had that mm. where I was like oh you gotta dress like this yeah. right right or you gotta have some Jordans mm -hmm. you don't I mean but you can't let me stop. Because I was getting ready to be like, but you can't wear these. But let me stop. <laughs> I mean, you don't want the person got holes in the shoes and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, you're going to look at the person's attire, but you right. don't necessarily have to pick out their outfits or tell them you need to dress like this. You right. know what, though? And as you establish that relationship, too, you can just buy them stuff that you would like to yeah. see on them. Yes. And you'll know their style, so you wouldn't yes. be giving them a spaghetti exactly. strap knowing they don't wear no damn spaghetti exactly. strap. Exactly. I'm not wearing a spaghetti strap. <laughs> not with these arms. I are so silly. I totally appreciate you guys um interacting with that question because it just I just wanted to know, you know, what everybody thought. And so in with that being said, I bid you all love and light. So, Marcy, Tracy, what's on your radar? What's on my radar? What's on your radar? What's on your radar? What's on my radar? Well, <laughs> I have two things that I actually wanted to share with you guys. Okay. We have a new email address. <laughs> Those are air horns and muffles at the same time. Um, so our new email address is 2LGThePodcast at Gmail. We would love for you all to send your questions, comments, or anything that you feel you want us to discuss on the show. We'll definitely read over them, not guaranteeing that we'll answer them live, but we definitely will. We're open to all suggestions. Um, on another note, we're going to start doing more visual things. So you might want to follow us on YouTube at 2LG, the podcast on YouTube. And Yay. there we'll be doing different things based on our segments so you can get to see our personalities. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like I'll be doing some meditations with you guys, showing you crystal grids and, you know, things in the metaphysics realm. And I'll be being silly and crazy like I always am. <laughs> <laughs> you get to see that part of me. <laughs> and I'm going to take you on a wellness journey. So I'm going to do some morning exercises. I'll probably even get in the kitchen and show you how to meal prep some healthy meals and also bring the pause live so we can have some interactions that way. So that's what we've been working on. Um, Marcy, what's on your radar? What's on my radar is this COVID-19 vaccine. Oh. So I just want to know. I have a question. Oh, gosh. If it comes down to... Uh, you have to take this vaccine or you cannot work at your place of employment, wherever that may be. And I'm posing this to our listeners too. Would you guys take it? I don't, I, I don't, I can't, I don't want that in my body, dude. Like, I, I feel like that they shouldn't even be forcing anybody to take a vaccination vaccination. Well, they are, huh? The frontline workers, huh? They um, yeah, to. the well, frontline workers Actually, I just, I read today that there's, um, uh, hospital, I forget what city, but half of the staff refused to take it. The other half did. So they had like half, like 50% of the vac vaccines available. And they told the staff, you can bring two family members and they're going to try to do something else so those people can get vaccinated. But as of right now, it's not 
um, mandatory, but the talks will be you might have to have the vaccine for your to work, yep. um, to travel. Yep. Uh-huh. So if it did come to work, and I know it's kind of, I don't know. If it came to work, I'm going to take it because I can't afford at this particular time to um, be without work. Yeah, see, for me, I wouldn't. I would just have to rely on my other skills and abilities to create income because I don't feel like any government should be telling me what I'm going to do with my body. That's just me. I agree with that. Especially knowing what they're putting in it, like aborted fetal cells and things like that. And which brings me another question. Like there's a lot of religious folk who don't believe in abortions yet. You're going to take this vaccine that has aborted fetal cells. So it's like, but that means that they didn't do their research. They're, they're going off of the fear that is being fed to them about you need to take this vaccine. Yeah. So, on my radar is just do your research. I'm not for or, well, I am against it, but for you, yes. our listeners, yeah. and any of my friends and family listening, do what's best for you. Right. The only thing I would say is educate yourself as to what you're putting in your body. Yep. Also, there's a second strand that just kind of, not just came out, but it's in the United States it's now. It's in LA, It's too. B1112, I believe yeah. that's what they're calling it. With this particular vaccine, the two that are out, they're not for sure if it will um, cure the B1112. So definitely do your research <laughs> about that. And that's another thing. They have a vaccine for what? The, 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 the COVID-19? Mm-hmm. The, the, the one that's going, the first one. But yet this, this, this other one came out. So that vaccine is probably not even going to touch that. So what are you going to do now? And it's the variant or whatever, they're not for sure if it will fight it or if it won't at all. But it's stronger than COVID-19, um, mm-hmm. meaning that it's um, easier for you to catch. So definitely be safe. Like, I know you might not all agree with wearing masks or doing things like that, but you definitely want to be safe. And yeah. that means washing your hands, yep. mm-hmm. doing everything that we can to mm-hmm. kind of make sure that we can put it into this pandemic yes. and get back mm-hmm. to some normalcy within our lives. Because yeah. I'm ready to travel. I me am. Too. Yeah. Who are you telling? Me too. Like, sure. We ready. supposed to go to Egypt and all we just, okay. Hello, we just Morocco. saw that 1% yes. in September. <laughs> yes. So. But, you know, and another thing about that, too, I want you guys to just really pay attention to this part, too. They keep talking about how the numbers are rising. Well... If we're wearing masks and the numbers are rising, what does that tell you? The masks don't work. Okay. So I just want you guys to just think about that. Either the masks don't work or people are still doing things that they shouldn't. And uh, there's people that who, who do not that's agree true. with wearing masks. And that's your own right. I don't, honestly, I don't mind wearing the mask. I just learned how to run with the mask. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to continue wearing my mask personally. And only reason I'm doing that is because I want to protect myself and the people that I'm going to be around. Right. And I do go to stores with a lot of people. So I don't want to catch anything. And I didn't do my part by wearing a mask if that's what CDC you, says is going right. to help prevent. You know? Agreed. It's no, I weird. Agree. No, I agree. No, I, I see what you're saying. But the thing about it is I just keep going back to like other flus and stuff that mm-hmm. we've had we didn't wear masks with h1n1 we didn't wear we don't wear masks with the regular flu who's which killed more people than you know what i mean so it's like i'm just i am not saying that there's nothing there and it's like yes it gets worse all the time flu gets worse all the time mm-hmm. there's always it's always getting worse and worse so you're right make sure you keep your hands clean yes. you know don't be coughing on people don't be sneezing at people mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's how things you know get 
get transferred to others anyway. So, and if you don't want to wear a mask, stay at home period because it's not gonna hurt you to put a mask on like if you got to go to the grocery store and pick up some things put the mask on get your stuff and leave uh, yeah yeah because i've been seeing videos where people aren't wearing them and they're getting into arguments with the staff and i'm like from march to now if you're still arguing with these essential workers at the grocery store like no lie you should be super friendly to them because yeah it's like they put themselves in harm's way every for day for you all you going is getting some eggs and you know what i mean they're right. there consistently and that's the re- that's the only reason why i wear the mask yeah. is for other people yeah. because i know that they are uncomfortable yeah. right you know what i mean so if i wanted to go shopping i have you know like when mm-hmm. we when we go shopping where we go mm-hmm. i have to wear if i want to get what i need to get like, because bath and body work yes <laughs> Oh my God! Yes. Candles, candles, candles. <laughs> well, I feel like since we got our mics, oh y'all, we recorded on mics, so we probably sound, you know, way a little better. different. Yes, <laughs> yes. But you know that lady who be tapping the mic and uh-huh. like talking and whispering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Um. Was that? That was, your radar? that was okay. it. That was it. Tracy, what's on your radar? What's on my radar is minimalism. Ooh. Um, I watched a movie called Less Is Now, which is a documentary about the important things. So there's these two guys and they, you know, they grew up together and they had other people on there too, like, you know, talking about getting rid of things. And what brought me to this is our obsession with what we did for these last few weeks in regards to shopping at Bath Bath and Body Works. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just put it out there. Um, we have been like really shopping at Bath and Body Works, which I totally enjoy. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, I, and when I started, when I saw the movie, I'm looking at it, I'm like, I do have, remember I told you guys, I've been trying, you know, getting rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's a different thought process now because I'm looking at stuff like, I really do not use this. Mm-hmm. I really don't need this. Mm-hmm. I really, because what happened was um, one of the guys, his mom, she had passed away. And when he went to her space to clear her space, he said she had so much stuff in her home that he had to go through. He was just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, and this, it, it does, it's not giving us any, it's not doing anything for us is what I'm trying to say. Right. It's like, it's not important. Like a lot of the stuff is not super important. So I started looking around my apartment and I started looking like, but I love this. I, I do love that. I, you know, you know, I'm talking about our crystals and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And there's other certain things that, you know, I won't give away. But I started going through drawers, you guys. And I was like, I don't this. I don't even see this. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is it still here? Right. So I, I'm starting to post stuff so that I can sell it. And if I don't sell it, it's going to go. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is ridiculous, Tracy. Right. You, sh- I should only have in my home what I truly love, and I do love candles, so mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Um, I bought, we bought a bunch of soaps. So like the soap, you know, is mm-hmm. good because we need to keep our hands clean, especially nowadays. And so that's basically what it is for me. Is trying is minimal, minimal, meh. Minimizing. 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 <laughs> Minimizing. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> minimizing my things, like really minimizing my stuff. Cause it's just, it's, it's even paperwork, you guys. Mm-hmm. There's, so, but you know, I have the, my mom's stuff too that I got to go through. Yeah. But paperwork, I have a lot of paper. 
And I'm like, what the hell? And I have a shredder at home. Oh, see. Okay. So, um, yes, I sound all like ghettos and whatnot. <laughs> okay. But no. But anyway, but yeah, that's basically what I wanted to talk about. What do you guys think about that? No, I like it because I actually, I know you guys are aware I'm getting ready to do this big transition or whatever mm -hmm. um so i was going through my drawers and i was like i don't need all these white tees i don't need all these graphic <laughs> tees so i started throwing stuff pals i'm like oh but i really and i'm like Devin, when was the last time you wore yes. this mm -hmm. let it go so that's what i did it's let a it Libra go. thing. Yeah, I have I to let it go. Because the Gemini is holding on to everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to be like. Mine. Mine. Yeah. And I was going to be like, Devin, I'll take those t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> something with it. <laughs> I, know, right? I can make a quilt. Yeah, you could make a quilt out of your t-shirts, really though. Because didn't you do like a dress? Was it a dress? I thought you did a dress out of like, oh, no, you did something with jean patching, right? No. no. You know who you're thinking about? Who? Mo. Oh, okay. Mo has this skirt. Hey, Mo, Mo. Hey, Mo. Hi, Mo. She has this skirt that has denim and patches on it. It and is I, so dope. I don't know if she made it or somebody made it for her. Okay. But yes, okay. it is super dope. I've seen something like that. I thought you yeah. did too. No, it yeah. wasn't me. I didn't. I didn't do that. But yeah, you can for old T-shirts and stuff. You can get it quilted, and then it's like you're you're using it because it's a blanket now, mm -hmm. and you know what I mean. And it's oh, stuff that you cute. liked, and you you know. Mm -hmm. I like that. But anyway, you know that's just a thought. But you know, yeah, gotta let go of some stuff, girl. Yeah, we do. But anyway, that was the end of my radar. <laughs> Somebody take the mic from Tracy. Okay. <laughs> she thinks she on American Idol. Her, her album coming out next episode. Okay. <laughs> Singing everything. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> See, that's what a mic does to you. <laughs> anyway, that's gonna do it for us this week, you guys. Thank you for tuning back in. Yes, we missed you. Yes, sir. Look for us on our other platforms, YouTube. Um, I think we're going to post some within the next week or so. Yeah, we'll definitely post and we'll actually put the information on Instagram so you know it's available so you can guys could go and watch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds good. All right. And tell a friend, tell a friend. Make sure you share this podcast if you found any of the information valuable. The more people to listen, the bigger our community and will And like grow. us too. Please yeah. yes. put a like on this podcast if you'd like it. Please do. Perfect. So we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Bo show. Bo show. Have a great day. Bye. Peace.